good, everybody? Welcome into the only episode of the Early Edge. Of course, I am the coach. As always, we are powered by Sportsline, and the golf summer has officially started when the U.S. Open is over. Congratulations to John Rahm. Right here on the show, we had a winning ticket on Colin Morikawa, which at one point on Sunday looked pretty good. Let's not waste any time. Let's bring in the star of this show. You know him. You love him. He is the official host of the first Cut Award-winning podcast here at Sportsline, but he is the star of the Early Edge Show. <laughs> Rick Run Good, Rick G. What's up, man? Oh, Coach, that Colin Morikawa got us. Two short missed putts uh, on Sunday. Probably an event he should have won, but should have, could have, would have. John Rom gets it done. Congratulations to him. It is what it is. And, of course, one of us had a $1 million plus one and done last week. Finally. Finally. On I saw the that. Cut, I'm gaining a little ground. But this is the early edge. We're not at the first cut. And on the early edge, here's what we do. We give you a little preview, and then we give you six different plays. All right? But let's get into the Travelers first because I lived right near the course when I was at ESPN. I played in the Pro-Am 10-plus straight years. I love it. It's got an incredible field. Kind of take people through why they get such a good field and what kind of a player, even though there's been a lot of different kinds of winners, uh, play well at this really fun course at TPC Highlands. Yeah, you're alluding you're alluding to all the all the great things about TPC River Highlands and why it is so highly rated amongst uh, players, spectators, whatever it is, because it's it's a very unique course. It's one of the few courses that we have on the PGA Tour where distance is not a prerequisite for success. Is it going to be beneficial? Sure, it is every single golf course in the world, but it is not a prerequisite for success, and it opens it up to a lot of different types of golfers who can win this event. It's always in great shape, which is why you can get five of the top 10 players in the world to travel from San Diego to play a major championship the week before to Cromwell, Connecticut for the Travelers the week after because it is such a great course. It's a Pete Dye design, so there's kind of similar features in, in many Pete Dye uh, architects or, or architecturally designed courses, and it, you've got a really great field here. And the other thing, Coach, is while it's not reflected in the overall scoring, scoring winning score usually 16, 17, 18 under par. We have seen unbelievably low one round scores. Think Jim Furyk's 58, DJ and route to his victory last year, shot a 61. Mackenzie Hughes opens with a 60 last year. And of course, Patrick Cantlay in 2011 shot a 60. That is still the lowest score ever recorded by an amateur on the PGA tour. You know, it's funny. I used to do the Sunday afternoon sports center, like the six o'clock sports center. And I'll never forget the day that Jim Furyk shot a 58 people started going bananas because when you get the, the lowest score in the history of the PGA Tour, the the, the, the newsroom is going to go bananas. I'll never forget being able to do that highlight when he shot a 58. And he wasn't even in contention. That was like early in the morning into the early afternoon. It was pretty awesome. There's so many great moments at this tournament. Jordan Spieth holding out. That was incredible. Kevin Streelman, seven straight birdies to finish his fourth round to win. So many things can happen here. Bubba has won three times. DJ is the defending champion. I mean, it doesn't get any better than this. I love this tournament so much. All right, here's what we do here on the show. We give two matchups, two props, and two winning plays. So give me two matchups that you found on William Hill. And it may be the only two that were on William Hill. <laughs> Come on, guys. Let's be better. And give me two that you, you like. I apologize. Come on. Sometimes you got to call it like you see it. Uh, what two did you find that you like? 
Yeah, for sure. I, I went with Cam Smith, even money over Russell Henley, who was minus 125. To me, this is a little bit of a, a perception versus reality disconnect. Cam Smith coming off two consecutive missed cuts while Russell Henley was one of the 54-hole leaders at the U.S. Open before struggling on Sunday. And to me, I think a lot of people are remembering what Henley has done recently and not realizing that while Henley is great, Cam Smith is kind of in a, a completely different tier of golfer. So I look at this and say, wow, I'm getting a really good good price on a guy that has had time to get right to get back into shape to go to a course that should set up very well for him and you're giving me even money I'll take that and then the other one uh, Paul Casey minus 125 over Patrick Reed Casey has done essentially everything but win at this event he's got uh, besides Bubba Watson some of the most elite course history that you can look at it around TPC River Highlands which makes a lot of sense he is very good driver of the golf ball he also hits hits his wedges very well which is something that you're going to do early and often around this course. The question mark always going to be that flat stick, but he has seemed to be able to iron that out long enough at times, especially around this course. Yeah, Paul Casey is kind of like Bubba Watson and Mark Leishman and a few other guys that for some reason when they come to this course, it just feels like home for them. It just feels like home for them. All right, let's go to our two props. Two props that you looked at. You say, you know what? I love the number and I love the finish that they need to have. What do you got? Yeah, these are two guys that are actually very similar in terms of uh, rounding back into form. That's the theme here. So Harris English to finish inside the top 10 plus 400, four to one on your money. Harris English posted early on Sunday at the U.S. Open, ended up finishing solo third. And now for the second straight event, he has gained strokes in each of the four major strokes gained categories. It's important. He's well-rounded. He has no flaws in his game. And that's exactly what we saw in the 2020 version of Harris English, who ended the season as the seventh best player in strokes gained total. It's It was a really incredible year he had. It, it got off to a rocky start here in 2021 after his win at the Tournament of Champions, but we're starting to see him turn back into that player. Same thing for Doc Redman. A lot of success for Doc Redman at the end of 2020. Started off 2021 really poorly, but now we're seeing him hit his driver really well. He's gained strokes off, or excuse me, gained strokes on approach in four consecutive events. He's gained strokes putting in five consecutive. He has never done that in his PGA tour career so he's really starting to figure this out i'm asking doc to finish inside the top 20 at plus 275 on my money i love a a name like doc redman as an event like this even though there's some big game hunters uh that we've already alluded to playing this week this is the week that you see a doc redman a harris english they're always at the top of the leaderboard or one of these young dudes that they give a a sponsor's exemption to which is why they all come back to play because this tournament welcomes those young players and I love that. And Doc Redman fits right into both of those uh, kind of categories. Uh, all right. Give me two names that yeah. you think with four good rounds this week, they could be raising the trophy come Sunday. Who do you like? We'll start with Scotty Scheffler. He's 25 to one. It's always a little bit scary to bet an outright on a guy that does not have a PGA tour win, but remember all these guys don't have PGA tour wins until they do. So that's what we're asking Scotty Scheffler to do right now. He's playing unbelievable right now. He's ball striking the heck out of the ball. That's off the tee. It's on approach. He's piling up top 10 finishes. I don't think people realize how good he has actually been. He's turned the putter around and remember, I mean, Scotty has a 59 on his resume. He is capable of getting hot and going 
going low in some of these wedge fest courses. So I think this sets up very well for him. And then Keegan Bradley at 40 to one, that is a name that we've been tracking for the last couple of months, coach, because he has gotten much better with his putter. That is the one thing that has historically let Keegan Bradley down. He has now gained strokes in six of his last eight starts in that category. He goes back to New England, very friendly place for him. He, he gets the play TPC River Highlands where he has two top tens in his last four starts. I'm, I'm on record. Keegan Bradley is on the verge of winning soon. He's laying the blueprint. He's doing all things right. And I feel like this could be the good week for him. Yeah, he went to St. John's and he will tell you, he will tell you that this is the biggest week for him outside yep. of a major championship. This is where he's from. He's from the Northeast. A lot of friends and family. This is the tournament for him. I think he's going to be hyped. And I'm trying to remember, Rick, who was the guy who called uh, the 59 for Scotty Scheffler on PGA Tour Live. Uh, Sounds like it was you. <laughs> oh, was it me? Oh, I guess it would have been me. I just sometimes I, I need to be reminded. So thank you for bringing that up. I just sure. I I couldn't I couldn't remember. All right, uh, we're up against it. Grab your paper, grab your pencil. Here is the recap, courtesy Rick Run Good. Here we go. Matchups: uh, Cameron Smith over uh, Russell Henley plus 100. Paul Casey minus 125 over Patrick Reed. Then our piece <laughs> it. There it is. Oh, jeweler. Oh, uh, Harris English, top 10 plus 400. Doc Redman, top 20 plus 275. And then we're going to sprinkle just a little sprinkle on Keegan Bradley to win. And let's sprinkle a little bit on Scotty Sheffield to win as well. I love this show every single week. It never stops the grind. That's what we love about the PGA Tour. You've got your marching orders. Let's take five of these six tickets straight to the pay window. For Rick Run Good, Rick G, and for the jeweler. Our executive producer puts it all together here at the brand. I am the coach. Don't get shut out. Remember, these tea times are early on Thursday, okay? Early. I don't need any more tweets. Coach, I got shut out. Give me another matchup. No. Pay attention. Get it done. This is the only place for your golf. Early edge. Good luck.